Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for we only had three episodes this week, November 21st through 23rd. Quick little reality check ahead of time. We are recording via Google Meets today. We're trying something new because I tested positive for COVID. Yay. At least last time we did it together. I know. Exactly. <laughs> this is not fun being the only one that's sick. Yeah. Knock on wood. Family hasn't. They all tested. But then I had to order more tests because we use them all because there's four of us in the house. So, right. Yeah. We had a couple of. Port Charles pipelines. <laughs> First one comes from Vinny, and he said, "You ladies had a lot of valid questions about Gladys's role as Sasha's conservatorship slash guardianship. My sister is currently the guardian of my father because he has mental health challenges. She does have to show receipts and show accountability of how she spends his money. We cleaned out his condo. The contractor that came to help us had to provide a legitimate bill invoice." with the amount charged for hours, gas, etc. So Gladys should have to do the same thing. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad that someone's looking out for somebody somewhere because if not, that would just be absurd. Yeah. And then from Sally, and I loved this subject. She sent it yesterday. Some random GH thoughts while I make pies and cranberry sauce. <laughs> I'm enjoying the podcast while I make pies, etc., I sometimes wish it was a conversation so I can share my random thoughts, LOL. To be fair, we are behind on fan spotlights, so I apologize if you have submitted one, but if you have not submitted one, Sally, go to peer54podcast.com, fill out your fan spotlight form, and we would love to chat so I can share my random thoughts. So here they are in case you want them. <laughs> Jeff Weber was married to Monica before I watched the show, but it was occasionally part of the storyline. I think it would be funny for Monica to talk to Liz about Jeff as her ex. Oh, yeah. 
when I started watching GH, Jeff was married to Heather, who was Jason's birth mom, Susan's cousin. And also Heather is mo- Heather's mom, Alice, worked as a housekeeper for Jeff's brother, Rick and Leslie Weber, Laura's mom. The way that Liz has been related by marriage to others in the Weber family is Lucky, his mom is Laura Weber. Jason, his mom is Liz's brother's mom's cousin. Oh my gosh. And Franco, his mom was married to her dad. Ew. And is the and is her brother's mom's cousin. Wow. Yeah. I did think about I think that we pretty much all thought about that though when it was Liz Weber. Married Laura Weber, Spencer's son. Right, right. Like, but then it was, you know, I think we all did the short family tree there. But then just, just to, I love all this. It's, so <laughs> it's also gross, but it's also interesting at the same time. What is one of those things that like, you know, we joke about that when, when we talk about the soap, we sound bonkers. But as oh, we're watching absolutely. it, it totally makes sense. <laughs> I always hang out with my mother's brother's cousins. Exactly. I'm sure that there are more tangled threads in the family tree, but I can't hold on to them well enough to unravel them. <laughs> oh, that'd be a, yeah, rabbit hole. The baby transforms the bad girl storyline has been used before Carly when she had Michael. Yep. Prior to that, she was fairly bad, loved to hate her character. Totally agree. Uh-huh. Also, when Liz was married to Rick, she found out that he was keeping pregnant Carly locked in the safe room of her home, and she fainted at the shock. Finding another pregnant woman held hostage should have been a hard pass for her. Right, right, exactly. I love that. I don't know why we didn't talk about that, because I feel like we talk about Carly being locked in the safe room as one of our favorite mm-hmm. past storylines so many times. So, real quick, Hulu headlines. Monday, Britt gets difficult news. Tuesday, Victor gives Holly a new task. And on Wednesday, Carly and Nina have it out. Meh. Where do you want to get started? My favorite storyline this week was everything Holly. Oh. So it doesn't matter to me when we talk about it, but I, I was just in love that, that they finally clarified everything that we've been talking about and put it in order and let us know that we were right about who was locked in the dungeon with Drew and all of that stuff. So I think it's first important to know I loved her skirt. That was an amazing skirt. I can't do long skirts. Oh, I loved it. But on her especially. Oh, she looked beautiful. And and then it moved and everything. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I would like her wardrobe person. She always looks beautiful, but I could not pull it off. So I guess we could get started where Robert lays into her. He did. Like he Right. He did not hold back. He's like, so you have something to tell me? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he called her out. You sent the people to the wrong safe house because I put the address and left my phone and you did exactly what I knew you were going to do. So come off it. Yeah. Did not see Victor killing Paloma. I know. That's right in front of her. That made so much sense, though. Whenever she clarified, that's why you thought that I was dead with some different dental records and the fact that she was wearing my ring. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Oh, and I feel like that's probably the level that it would take for Holly to be doing the things that she's doing. Right. For him. And it turns out that he's holding Ethan. Mm hmm. So it's not Luke. They keep talking about Luke like he's dead, though, and I still don't believe it. Uh Uh-uh. He's not. He's no. not dead. 
No. Luke Spencer does not die in a cable car accident. Right. Off screen nearly seven years after he left the show. Right. No, he doesn't. If Anthony, I, I hesitate to say it just because I don't want to jinx anything, but if the actor were to pass away in real life, I think that that would be a fitting tribute to have him die off screen in right. some dramatic way because that fits Luke, the character. Yes. But to have him just be going to the supermarket for something in the trolley car or cable car, whatever it was. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's not, that's not how Luke Spencer goes out. No. He survived an avalanche, you know? Right. Mm-mm. So Holly shot Lucy with a rubber bullet mm-hmm. and then shot the second one into the water so that it had the shell casing, which explains, I mean, do rubber bullets. Okay. I have, I know nothing about fake ammunition and you as our resident ammunition expert should know this. <laughs> I, I don't know this. Like a rubber, do rubber bullets bullet? have a casing. No, as far as I know, they do okay, not. And that would explain why there's only one casing. Right. Okay. But it shouldn't have penetrated her skin. It should have just knocked her into the water. So unless it fell into the water, they should have found the rubber bullet. Oh, yeah. It should have bounced off her. So. It wasn't glue. It wasn't glue. You know, that I'm rubber and you're glue, whatever you, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for for explaining that to us. Like Diane explained, rock rock paper scissors to us this week. Oh, so anyway, funny. yeah. So I don't I don't know I don't know. But I also find it funny that the police did not pay attention to the fact that there was only one casing, and Valentine was like, "Hey, wait a second, Anna wouldn't need to shoot twice. That doesn't make any sense." I loved that explanation. He was like, "Seriously, short range, Anna wouldn't need to shoot twice." Right. I like that him and Marty had the that time together, you know, on the... Eating some hummingbird cake. I love the idea that Lucy's trying to be domestic and make him hummingbird I, cake. And I liked that he kept it realistic, or they kept it realistic. The first couple attempts, mm-mm, but eventually she nailed it. But to be fair, I mean, that sounds like a very complex cake. Yes. I will have to make one for us sometime, and we will... Okay. Do you like pineapple and banana? Maybe. You like banana bread? I do. I know. That's what I'm saying is I'm okay. weird. I, so maybe I'll just make us a small one because yeah. I honestly don't know if I would like it either. I mean, I like pineapple. I like banana. I like all the things in it. Right. I don't know like, that I would like it together. I and I don't, if it's too banana-y, I don't like it because I don't like bananas. But I can do, like you said, banana bread or banana strawberry smoothies. Okay. It's just too much banana I can't handle. Do you like banana bread with chocolate chips in it? No. Okay. I mean, I don't not like it, but no, it's fine. It's not the, It's not about the chocolate chips. It's the banana bread. Okay. So. I was just thinking, like, if you like the chocolate chips, maybe I would just throw some in there just to... Uh, I don't know. We'll see when we we'll get around see. to it. Now that yeah. we know all my weirdness with bananas. <laughs> um, so do we want to stick with Robert and Holly? Or do we want to go to Holly meeting Victor? I mean, I guess we kind of just really wrapped up a lot of it. Yeah, it kind of all goes together. I felt like Robert was stupid to let Holly get one over on him. How about Victor, though, asking if it stings that she still plays second fiddle to Anna? Yes. That was awful. Oh, 
That was very, very mean. I know he's not supposed to be a nice guy, but that was very, very mean. And then she got angry and was like, does it make you mad to know that you're going to take over the whole world and still be alone? Mm-hmm. And then he told her to watch herself. And she was like, all right, whatever. See, and I don't think it's true. I feel, I mean, Anna's been around more. Holly's been off canvas a lot more. But I feel like Anna, I think even Anna acknowledges that, that Holly, Holly is, is an one. extremely important person and. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like him and Anna are close now because they have a daughter and a past. Yeah. But that as far as romantic feelings, it's all about Holly still and not Anna at all. So, but yeah, that was good whenever she was like reacting to that and he's trying to be mean to her and say that Anna Anna matters more. But yeah, so, well, I guess you really have to go kind of through everything because everyone kind of tied up at the end. Right. Which I liked. I liked that there was like all the different spokes and they kind of came together. Mm-hmm. Scott and Cody. Scott finding it suspicious that Cody somehow was matched with Brit and their fathers yes. had a past. Right. I feel bad because when this all comes out, it's going to be Spinelli that gets in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Cody will step up and take the fall. I hope so. I hope Cody find some way of explaining it like yeah i i asked spinelli to do this but doesn't reveal all the magic code behind it that's going to get spinelli in trouble yeah so and he told him all about the ice princess Hmm. i love how everyone's talking about it now they're like yeah it's ridiculous right right like, everybody knows about it take over the world yeah but then austin had that dr talone Yes. Come and evaluate Brit. Yeah. Is is the carpal tunnel new? I thought that she had just explained it away with that. Like when her hand would tremor and people would be like, are you okay? Then she would say, oh, carpal tunnel's acting up. But I didn't know that she ever had a diagnosis of that. I thought she just kind of assumed that must be, I don't know. Now they're saying it like, yes, it was an actual diagnosis. But I thought that she just self-diagnosed. I think that makes, yeah, I think you might be right. I think you are right. Like back when her hand would tremble. Because I mean, this whole year that it has not been trembling has been. Right. You know. But I guess all of that and the stress of being on the run with her father kept her beginning stages of Huntington's masked, I guess. Right. I mean, that would make sense. If you're on the run, you're probably anxious and a little depressed. Yeah. And your body definitely reacts. Mm Mm-hmm. I loved her and Austin um, going back and forth with each other about how she said something about bedside manner. And <laughs> she, she made fun of herself. Yeah, she was talking about the um, Huntington's disease doctor didn't have the best bedside manner. And then she was like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, because I don't either. And then Austin dug in right away, too. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. I like their friendship. Mm-hmm. That he stayed with her and stuff. I hope they do make her go away for treatment, though. Not, like, rush in, try to kill her off already. Or have yeah. her do something stupid. I so. totally agree. Yeah, because now she's in stage three, and it could be as soon as 18 months that she needs full-time care or assisted living. Right. Oh, Liesl broke my heart. I know. She's like, we'll fix it. We'll figure it out. It's okay. Blah, blah, blah. And then Britt's like, I really just need my mom. Yeah. Not a doctor. Yeah. 
But then before Liesl came in, Cody went to see Britt. But to be fair enough, with the information that he had, I don't think it was wrong of him to jump to the conclusion that she was talking about the necklace. I don't think it was wrong for him to jump to that conclusion, but I don't care who you are. Is that what you would say to somebody? Oh, just give me this millions of dollar necklace. It's fine. Like that sounds like you don't care about the stress and feelings that she's having surrounding it. You just are there for the payday at the end. But she did keep saying about how she didn't want, didn't, you know? So I think that he yeah. said that like in a way, like fine, just, okay the way he delivered it was absolutely like right well just give it to me then it's fine exactly instead of hey let's come up with a solution on how to get rid of this right right you know he he was taking it over yeah yeah talk to her a little more and figure out exactly what she's talking about before you jump to that conclusion because yikes that was the wrong conclusion yeah but i like that they talked about their childhoods Mm -hmm. and he even said, he's like, so this is nowhere near the same thing. Right. But this is my background and this is how I can somewhat relate to what you're saying. So my husband was in the room when I was watching and it said, and she said that Faison had his ashes scattered and his brain was in a jar and the WSB. Mm-hmm. And my husband goes, it's not his brain. He's still alive. <laughs> because it's someone else it's not Faison because I was like you know he's definitely not coming back now if they have his brain and his right. ashes have been scattered no nope. your husband refuses to believe it he loves Faison yep and then Robert showed up to take the necklace just as Cody was about to yes yeah and Cody's like you can't take it you don't have the authority and Robert's like what are you talking about I right. have a word I yeah. have more than enough and I think was that the first time that that wasn't the first time that they'd met was it because huh. his line was, I'm just your friendly neighborhood DA and almost your uncle. And I loved that. Yeah. I thought they had met once before, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's the first time that he's seen him since the DNA test. DNA test since he knew that there could have been a connection. Right. I agree with you that I can't believe Robert let Holly pull one over on him. I can't believe that. I Yes, Robert can be stubborn, but I feel like he's also not stupid. Right, right. I'm <laughs> that he like would have waiting. let the police... Lee? Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for them to turn around and say that that's a fake mm. that he had made so that Holly could end up saving Ethan and Victor think he got what he was supposed to or whatever. Yeah. Because I just don't believe that he would be that dumb. After seeing that she had given away the address to the safe house to be like, oh, here, I'm just going to sit down and have some tequila shots with you in the middle of the Metro court. It's fine. <laughs> doesn't make any sense well so he explained the necklace to diane and she of course knew about the ice princess of course i love that she's like can i see it and he's like no no you can't i just want to try it on for a minute that would have been my reaction but then holly saying for old time's sake let's order the tequila shots didn't they do the tequila shots in the mexican adventure i think so I think that that's, I mean, obviously. I mean, I'm sure you do but, tequila shots lots of places. But I feel like it was her, Luke, and Robert was at that, the cafe. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were throwing them back. But then there was also, and I can't remember if it was Holly or if it was Anna, Robert, and someone else, that they were doing kind of like a roulette type thing around a crate. And I can't remember. And it's in one of the 80 storylines. Do you know what I'm talking about? Because it was like, it wasn't like two truths and a lie, but it was like you had to tell a truth. And do a shot. I don't remember and that, but now I want to find it. I went through my notes. Well, not all my notes. I did a find 
search word in my Google Docs and I couldn't find it. But I know that I watched it at some point during one of the 80s storylines. So it's either in The Mexican Adventure, The Aztec Princess, The Ice Princess, The Asian Quarter. Somewhere in the 80s. Somewhere in the 80s. Yeah, no, I don't know. Oh, so that's server Trish? Yes. That's Ken Shiner's real life girlfriend. Oh, cute. I would have loved for her to be serving Scott and Liesl. Yes. I thought that that would have been funny. I was Holly drugged. Yeah. Holly drugged him with something that just made him seem loopy. I'm sorry. I don't care how long it's been since you have drank. As a grown adult man, he would not be that drunk with one shot. No. Not even, even two. Right. Even with the top shelf stuff. Like, mm-mm. No. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. And then I was surprised that Diane left and just went over to the bar and was like, hey, if somebody's looking for a guy with a briefcase or a Robert, can you send them to Robert's room? Like, right. What? I did like that she called, though. and was like, yeah, something's not sitting right. But then we see him stumbling out of the elevator. Mm-hmm. And Holly with the necklace. Yep. Yeah, it better be fake. <sighs> she addressed when she was talking with Holly. She addressed. That she had been involved with someone from the mob. Yes. So, okay, thank you. We finally have an ending to Diane and Max. It has been officially from her mouth. Right. We will now stop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you for letting us know, Diane. That's pretty much that about that. About that. Yeah. So sticking with the Metro Court, Carly was there because she had had enough of Nina because she had been told earlier that uh, Nina had accused Carly and Brick of having a relationship. That's the part where Ryan's ears perked up. I was watching it, and he's like, I'm just going to go to sleep. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then Sonny was like, hey, Brick. And he was like, oh, Brick's in this episode? Okay, I'm going to watch. And I was like, you're Aww. such a dork. So, yeah, Carly was like, uh, nobody's business if Brick and I are having a relationship and I don't care what you say about me. Don't be talking crap about Michael's wife, girlfriend, whatever she is, and TJ. And I like that TJ just assumed that Carly knew about um, the affair that they were accused of. Because he's like, yeah, I'm not going over to Sonny's for Thanksgiving. That would be awkward. Yeah, and I think her surprise, too. She was like, wait, what? Exactly. Because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. I was a little disappointed with Liesl talking to Nina and being like, it's not like you blew up their whole world. So you made a couple mistakes, blah, 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 blah. Those are big mistakes. Those are huge accusations with no basis that you're throwing out there. You didn't forget a birthday. Exactly. And then just spreading rumors about things that are none of your business. Like you had no hard proof. Mm -hmm. Seeing people hug in a hallway a couple times does not mean they're having an affair. No. So. I was loving that Carly finally heard all of that and went off on Nina. And then she was going to spill the soup, but she decided she had more respect for the workers and didn't want them to have to clean it up, which yes, I love. I did like that. Oh, and I liked whenever Carly said about her and Brick booked the uh, honeymoon suite. Yeah. And Nina's like, shut up. <laughs> like, so annoyed. Yep. I'm not sure why they're not telling Carly about Willow, though. Like, I understand wanting to keep it a secret, but. Really? Just the two of them are going to know forever? Right. Well, three because of TJ, not two. Right. But TJ knows as a doctor, so technically there's this thing called HIPAA. He shouldn't be telling anyone else about ah, it. So how many times has Willow said that TJ's there as a friend? 
True. But I still don't think that TJ would be the one to break confidentiality. No, but I agree. I just don't get it. Like, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to need help with Wiley. Wouldn't you tell right. your mother-in-law, essentially, and those people closest around you? I don't, as much as Carly can be a blabbermouth, that's not something she's going to go blabbing about. No, no. She would definitely respect their... And not that Willow can know, but it might get Carly to give out the information that she has a little bit quicker because she wants to save Willow's life. I loved how all those pieces fell together where Carly went to see Sunny and was like, lay off. He knows about me and Drew. There were some issues because she also, I feel like she still trusts Sunny enough that yeah. he's not going to, I guess that's like a really big risk though, that he was trust, she was trusting that he would not go to Nina and say, Drew and Carly right. are together, but they can't talk about it because of this potential mm-hmm. insider trading. That was a big risk for her. But then, that was. And then she approaches Nina about it. But then also, Sunny approaches Drew about it. Yeah. And Drew's like, wait, what a sec. Wait, she told you? <laughs> because he had just had that whole, we're not telling Sam. Right, exactly. That's that he's going to have a problem with. Why are we trusting your ex with this information, but we can't trust my ex? Well, no, because he's the one who stopped her from telling Sam. Right, right. I mean, to be fair, he should have been the one to tell her to begin with. Yes, but, but that wasn't, that didn't seem like why he stopped her. It seemed like it was because he just didn't want to tell anyone. Right. And then Olivia approaches them in the park before all of that. I love that Olivia put it together herself and was like, oh, hey, just so you know, if my husband does go up against you, I will not have any part of it. I don't like that. Why? I do like that. Friendship, man. they did break the law. That's not Olivia. They did break the law with the insider trading and everything. But I think that Olivia is looking at it as, yes, they did do something wrong, but they didn't mean to. Like, Carly wasn't smart enough to realize that was insider You're right. trading. They did not ask Carly to do that. She right. did take it upon herself exactly. to do that. So, yes. And okay. So, I think that Olivia is staying with that standpoint of, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and whoever brings it up can bring their evidence against you. You can bring your evidence to say, no, that's not what was happening and whatever happens happens, but I'm not going to influence the decision one way or the other. I guess I just didn't like that. She was like, by the way, I'm not going to side with my husband. I don't know. I felt like it was more, I'm not going to side with my husband just because he's my husband. Yeah. I'm going to stay neutral to it, but you can do that without telling the other person. Yeah, you can. Because now Drew's going to be like, well, I have Olivia's vote. True. She could have just not said anything. But trust me, I do not always support my husband. But I don't walk around telling people <laughs> that I don't I'll agree with him on certain with things. <laughs> you yeah. know? No, that makes sense. Like, marital issues should stay within the marriage. But I also feel like she knows that if Ned brought this up, that Ned would be being sleazy, too. Yeah, I guess. Like, Ned would only be doing it to get revenge. It's not that it actually hurt him, especially since the merger didn't even happen. True. So. I guess he now just has, like, that as kind of like a shield. Like, do not try to take this away from me again because this is what can happen. Right. True. So, yes, technically they did not ask Carly to do anything. She took it upon herself. However, Olivia should not be going and telling them that she's not going to support her husband. 
She should just tell Ned that. Right. Exactly. And we should see them arguing about it. And then we have Leo still being upset about arguing. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved that she talked about that Leo's doing basketball practice to work on team building skills. Yes, that was cute. Yeah. There's not a lot of programs like that. So it's nice that there, there are some. So technically, I understand why, but I, I always felt like Special Olympics was more for people with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. But it's for all. Right. And, and that just was just always my impression. I think that's because that's mostly the kids that they show on the commercials. And that may be because of the stereotype that if people don't see a disability yes. very easily, they don't understand that there is one. Yes. And Down syndrome is a noticeable. And like you would see people in wheelchairs and things like that also participating. Mm -hmm. So I was really surprised a few years ago when they, when somebody told me, oh, but do you know that she can go do the Special Olympics programs? And I was like, really? And it was actually basketball is what we went and tried and she just didn't care for it. So yeah. Well, that's nice that they were educating people that, yeah, you can, you can do, do their programs and stuff. Cause I didn't know that either. And I thought that it was more of like physical disability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad it's for anyone that wants to participate. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sweet. You want to stick with the kids and go to Jocelyn? How about that kiss between her and Dex? Whew. Yeah, her and Cam are breaking up. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, though. They had a nice little run of it. Yeah. They got to be each other's first. That was special, like, childhood love. Yeah. But, yeah, she, the way she kissed Dex or Dex kissed her, like. Oh, she kissed back. She kissed back. Oh, she definitely kissed back. But we have never seen her kiss Cam like that before. No. Like, that was a grown-up steamy, not a high school smoocheroo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't like though how one second he was like falling down, couldn't put on his socks. But then when he finally said he was going to leave, he like walked out of there like there was hardly any issue. He had the endorphins running. Oh, maybe, maybe. Have you never I'm seen thinking... Legally Blonde? What? Have you never seen Legally Blonde? Oh, yes, I've seen Legally Blonde. Endorphins make you happy. They and do. Happy people just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Elle Woods, I appreciate your your advice. That's one of my favorite lines from that movie. (laughs) Um, He he got the endorphins from the kiss. And then 
able to power through. And I then he went up and showed up to Sunny. Yeah, I didn't understand why Brick was being such a jerk, though. He was, like, missing for three days and no phone. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, it makes perfect fair, sense. Though, this isn't the first time that Dex has done something questionable. So I do think that where they're already kind of antennas are up, you know, looking for things. To me, that just made so much sense. Like, I'm sorry, I was shot and walking around with a fever and an infection and so, yeah, I dropped my phone, and I'm not exactly sure where it fell. Did he tell them that part, though? I don't yeah. Think he, did he? Yeah. He said it was after I got shot. I was wandering away that's from right, the crash. That's right. Yeah, he did. So I'm not sure what more of an explanation they wanted. Sorry I'm in pain. Yeah. Sorry my phone was not my first priority. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was in my pocket. I don't know what to tell you. I loved when Carly showed up to Joss and basically didn't even ask any questions and Joss is like, I need to use the fire pit. And Carly's like, all right, let's go. No one's home. Yep. I mean, Oh, that reminded me though of whenever, um, Obrecht said to Nina, who's coming to Sonny's party. And he, she was like, well, his daughters. And she was like, Oh, the toddlers. And she's like, no, what Christina still talking to him. Yep. <laughs> that was cute. And I, so, okay, we can stick at the Metro court then because then Nina comes over. Or no, this was before she was talking to Liesl, but Alexis, Dante, and Sam were at the Metro court. That was a weird interaction. I did was, not like that. I liked that they kind of gave a little rundown of the hook. and But it's like they gave the rundown of the hook and the connections to Trina. And Nina's just asking how safe it is for Ava to be around her. Fair enough. I think that's right. a fair question. There's a psychopath running around yeah. hooking people. You're holding one of the people that was a target. I want to know how safe is my apartment. Right. But so then she gives a rundown of Trina and then to that table says, and guess what? Liz is Cameron's mother. No kidding. They all know this. Right, exactly. Thanks for that information. We had no clue. She's not. It's not like she's talking to the bartender and is like, and then. Right. You know. Yeah. But then based on an entire conversation with Nina, Alexis is now going to print the full letter on the right. page and just wants Jordan's comment. Did she learn nothing from the last time? Uh-huh. I didn't like the way that she said it either. If Jordan has a comment, tell her to call me. Okay. I understand you're frustrated that she didn't give you the exclusive interview that she said she was going to, but don't threaten her with this it's, now. It's not even that she didn't give it to her. There is not. Right. We don't know where we're at yet. So just yeah. stop. Yep. Mm-mm. Did not. And I don't feel like that's something Alexis would do. I feel especially having been an attorney, she definitely understands why right. not everything is public knowledge. It's not like she's just a journalist. Exactly. Although I do feel like especially journalists nowadays should know with how quickly news travels now. Right. There's there's no reason why a journalist nowadays should not know there could be massive consequences if they post something. Exactly. Like that. And I feel like Alexis knows that. I think that that's really it. Oh, no. No, no, no. The oh, last what did we forget? Brooklyn and Chase. Oh, yes. How did we forget that? Well, because I think two weeks or so ago, we forgot to talk about Blaze. Um, when was I was a- watching the scene and Chase and Blaze were talking, I had the Paw Patrol song in my head because... There is a 
Paw Patrol named Chase. There is mm-hmm. not one named Blaze, but there is a fire one. And yeah. so I was just like, I feel like I'm watching Paw Patrol. Can we please stop? So like, Blaze, Chase, Blaze, Chase. Okay, stop. I I just didn't really understand. Brooklyn goes off and tells him that she's going to expose the fact that he's a slime ball to everyone and that she's not going to work with him and she can't stand letting Chase work with him. And Chase confronts Blaze and is like, aren't you uncomfortable? Blah, blah, blah. And then the second that he says, oh, I'll give you your songs back. She's like, oh, maybe I'll consider this. I don't think Brooklyn is that selfish anymore. And she has to give him good press. Right. Glowing reviews every time that his name's brought up. And sign a non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. I feel like even if she was still that selfish at getting all of her songs back with that with having to sign the NDA and having to give the public right love fest to him. I agree. I don't think that she would. And I would just think that there's so many more questions with that. Like the second that I sign the non-disclosure, do I get all my songs back or I have to give three interviews where I say you're wonderful before I get my songs back? Right. How do you know he's not going to turn around and be like, no, you weren't singing my praise high enough if you do it right next time, then I'll give you your songs back. Like, you could be stuck in this blackmail for years. Yeah. Mm-mm. But so Chase and Blaze talk about the song, and she's so surprised that he has no interest in being a pop star, and that he just wants to go back to being a police officer. Yes. And Detective. she says she wants to sing folk songs instead of pop princess songs. So like the reverse Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> reverse Taylor Swift. Oh, my I like that Dante knew who she was, though. He, like, ran into her and was like, my son loves you. I was really surprised that he wouldn't get the autograph. Yeah. I I think that that was, obviously, it's not like he had a piece of paper out at that second, but. Maybe Chase will hook him up with one to give to Rocco. But then Dante told Chase about the letter. Yeah. And Chase went there. Maybe she didn't tell me because she doesn't have any intention of writing it. Because she's selfish. Yeah. He's not wrong. No, he is 100% correct on that. Mm. I don't like where that's going. I wish that we had had them. I wish we had actually had them as a couple longer. Yes. Because I really don't see, unless she somehow decides not to make this agreement with Link. Right. No, she's going to have to decide no at the last minute. Again, she's not that selfish. It was driving her nuts seeing the way that he was touching Blaze imagine a bunch of other girls and that one he was talking about signing now is barely 18 like that was disgusting yeah so Mm -hmm. i don't think she's gonna be able to not say something why is no one ever recording their conversation with him (laughs) right i was thinking that the whole time you just need a wire on come on yeah so gross so gross are we getting close to your covid nap time i'll rally (laughs) okay now that i think is all of it right I think so, yeah. It was good. I mean, I really liked this week. And although it was only three episodes, it rolled from one to the next. It made sense. It clarified some stuff. I was interested in what they were doing, what they were talking about. It was a good week. Yeah, it was short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, I loved it. Do-do-do. Reality check. So what's your reality check? 
It was a boring week. Madeline was homesick all week because she has strep throat or had strep throat. I don't know. She's on the antibiotics, so she's good now. So she was off school. And then obviously yesterday was Thanksgiving because we're recording early. And I made the turkey and the stuffing and a green bean casserole. And that was successful. So I was happy with that. Um, The two younger girls went to their dad's for Thanksgiving and then I had Emily and Matt, and then Matt's girlfriend came over after work. So that was nice to, you know, have the big kids there and talk about stuff you can't always talk about with the little kids around yeah. and just kind of hang out with my family. So it was nice, but nothing exciting. Very chill. So how about you? Had to cancel a lot of stuff. <laughs> Although if I were to get the, oh, I mean, this is now the second time that I've had this. So mm-hmm. it was exactly six months ago. And this weekend, although... I was bummed. So like we we're supposed to go to my brother-in-law's. So I think we did forget to say that we were recording on Friday. So this isn't even Sunday because I was supposed to go see Les Mis on Sunday and now I'm not. And my kids were supposed to go with their dad yesterday for Thanksgiving. And after I tested positive twice, they told him and he was like, no, you guys can just stay home. So it was nice. Mm-hmm. Even though we have for the past 18 years done every other Thanksgiving, for some reason, I've never thought about doing one with with the kids also, yeah. like a second one with the four of us so that we at least had Thanksgiving with them. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, a little over a week ago, that popped in my head. I think it had to do with because my son was home from college. Mm-hmm. So it was probably because, no, he's going to be here and I'll have missed the reason why he was home, you know? Right. Yeah. So for whatever reason... So last week I picked up the stuff to cook Thanksgiving dinner. We were supposed to do it on Saturday. So we at least had the stuff and thankfully the turkey was already out of the freezer and defrosted enough. And so my husband and the kids made Thanksgiving and they had practice with it three years ago because I'd had my surgery. It came out well. I can't believe that was three years ago. I know. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, but I did find, I, and I, I wrote this down because I write everything down, but still Netflix has released something called the Trivia Verse. It's an interactive trivia game. Oh. On Netflix. And the second time, so the first time I did it, I forget I forgot to write down what my score was. But my second go round, I am now officially a super nerd. Wow. Not shocked at all, but congratulations. According to Netflix, I am a super nerd. Congratulations. I thought that you would be happy with that. Mm-hmm. I knew it all along, but thanks Netflix for verifying. There's still like four ranks above me, so we'll see what that is. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, not a whole lot. And I think we forgot because she wasn't on this week, we forgot to share that on Thursday we're gonna be talking about Heather Weber getting yeah. that ball rolling. So starring BLTs. Get her time. So yeah, join us on Thursday as we get started. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.